Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast, your trail map for the world of mountain biking. And now, I'll introducing your host, Gareth Beckett. Howdy, mountain bikers. Thanks for being here, and welcome to episode 214 of the MTB Tribe Podcast. I'm here as always to help you find out more about mountain biking, how to get on the trails, keep you stoked, and hopefully learn a little more about mountain biking and the people involved. So thanks for tuning in and thanks for being with us this week on the podcast. Now here at MTB Tribe, we're super excited to introduce you all to our new brand called Alta. Alta is a range of mountain bike clothes and accessories dedicated to make mountain biking easier. Our gear is designed to be practical, stylish and environmentally friendly and our best-selling trail changing rope will keep you warm and dry while you're getting changed in and out of your riding gear. We're a small Irish brand, but our range has grown steadily with the support of a fantastic group of mountain bikers across Ireland and the UK. So please go check out our new brand. You can visit us at ridealta.com or on Instagram at ride.alta. And for some behind-the-scenes access and for some things happening down the pipeline, we have a load of new products coming very, very soon. You can sign up to our newsletter. Just go to ridealta.com and look for the newsletter there and get some insider info. So loads more happening with that in the near future. I will keep you guys updated here, but it's an exciting brand. We're doing things right in the mountain bike industry. We're doing everything environmentally friendly, all recycled, all natural products. And hopefully you guys will like to hear that because it's something I think is missing a lot in the mountain biking game. So hopefully we can make a change and have a homegrown brand to hopefully get you guys interested in and hopefully see it on the trails. So please head on over and check it out. Now on to today's episode, which is in partnership with Mountain Bike NI and On Your Bike campaign. And it is my pleasure to welcome Adam Lowry, founder and co-owner of Base Camp Adventures, on to the show. Adam and his partner started Base Camp Adventures in 2021 and have been running an uplift service at Gorchin Glens Forest Park since that time. Now the guys started the business over COVID, which is amazing. And the thing's just been getting bigger and bigger. And I know Adam and the crew there have got lots and lots of um, new things happening in the future. It's just not going to be an uplift service. They have other ideas behind it. They have loads more planned in the near future to help riders get out more, get up the mountain easier and introduce new riders to mountain biking. The guys have a plan and I think they will achieve their goal in the near, near future. So it was great to get Adam on the podcast and chat about Base Camp Adventures, their uplift service, future plans, and where to find natural trails at Gorchin. Something I need to know more about. So thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. And let's get Adam onto the MTB Tribe podcast. Hi, Adam. Welcome to the MTB Tribe podcast. How's things with you today, sir? Not too bad, Gareth. How's it going? Yeah, good man, can't complain, uh, the weather's okay, and the health's good, so what is there to complain about, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very good. How's things for yourself, man? Yeah, not too bad, um, just getting a wee break from work here, thankfully, so... Happy days, well, I'll try not and keep you too long then, and we'll uh, we'll maybe get stuck into it. So, uh, listen, thanks for coming on the show, it'll be great to chat about camp base adventures and everything that's happening there because you've only been going since 2021 right so quite a lot's been happening that's right yeah we've just been uh nine months now we're going wow so we got kick started last july 
Yeah, brilliant, man. Brilliant. We'll get into that. I want to speak to you about that for sure. Um, I've just finished the Vitus first tracks enduro there, round one at... Um, at uh, Where are we? Hands. Gorchen. Uh, in Gorchen. And uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant seniors guys knocking about there. Um, class event, class event. Lovely area, man. That, that's beautiful there. Like, Yeah, it's definitely... Uh... Something we probably take for granted, having it on our doorstep all the time, but no, it's definitely an amazing area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll touch on that a wee bit later as, as well. Now, I just want to chat a bit about you, maybe more kind of personal stuff, but like, how did you get into mountain biking? You haven't been biking that long, is that right? I haven't been biking that long, just about um, three years, I would say. Right, wow. Really, it was just a bunch of friends and how to get the land of a bike. Um, a 26 inch hardtail. <laughs> old school. <laughs> old school, yeah. And headed off to Dava for the first time and just kind of fell in love with it since then. And um, it's just such good crack. And all the people involved with it are really um, laid back and just want to have a good time as well. So, aye. Cool. Like, so you're, are you from the Glens? Are you, Adam? Um, from just outside Castle Derg, actually, which is about 20 minutes on the back roads from the Glens. Right. Okay. So I was just wondering why you went to Dava, why you, and like, was Gorchin a thing? And I know the new trails probably weren't developed by that stage, but had, did you know about Gorchin and all at that time? Um, yeah, the, the friends that I went out with, um, Ryan Reid, took us to Dava first just because there was actual trail centre trails there and Gorchen, mm. the trails hadn't been developed yet in Gorchen, but um, it wasn't too long after that until we ended up in Gorchen nearly every weekend. So, <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally. And like, what do you like about the mountain bike thing? What, what hooked you initially? Because you hear that quite a lot, you know, when people start out, they get hooked straight away. Like, why do you think that was? I think it just gives everybody, you know, a real opportunity to, to sort of clear their head, so to speak. And I always say that whenever you're going down a mountain, between trees, down a mountain, whatever, you can't really think about anything else. And before you know it, you've spent the best part, part of a Saturday or Sunday um, just enjoying yourself and getting a break from everything yeah. else. No, it's very true, man. It's it's very true. Um and like when you started out there, I suppose were your friends biking for a while before you? Yeah, Ryan especially would have been biking. Um, he would have rid on the Caldwell team when he was younger and had been mountain biking from a really young age. So it was kind of perfect person to kind of take us out to start with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. So and you know that's the nice thing. You can go out with guys that are much better than you. You know, but it still works because, uh, you know, if they're cool enough, they'll just wait on you at the end of the trails, you know? Yeah. You know, it's nice that way. You don't have to, you know, jump in at a high level to to actually go out with people that are at a high level. You can still have quite a lot of fun. Like, after you get in the land of that that hardtail 26, what, uh, what did you do then? You know, were you straight on the internet that night looking at bikes? Like, how did that all go down? Um... I can't remember, to be honest. I don't think it was straight on, maybe. Um, I remember coming back from Dava, and we'd done... I hadn't been on a bike for years, like, and I think we did 14 or 15 miles. And after the first the first trail that we actually done, there was snow on the ground, and mm. I came off about maybe four or five, six times in a really short <laughs> trail. 
and I was kind of <laughs> questioning myself, well, or what am I doing here? But um, just the longer we stayed, um, the better it got, basically. And it wasn't too much longer until um, my brother and I had a friend. My brother had a friend from university that was big into the biking as well. And he was actually selling a Vita Summit full sauce whenever, maybe a couple of months later after the first time we'd rode. So we then made the decision to to buy that bike separate together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't last very long either. And I think it got to the summer then and I ordered a new Vita Summit because we were just both arguing about who was going out on it or who was going to get using it the next time we were going out or whatever like yeah 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 that's hard to work that i would think yeah (laughs) (laughs) grand stuff um so that was that was pre-covid i suppose then before the whole covid thing hit yeah just the the winter before covid really right wow you got in at a good time there um so had you rode the glens trails then when they were natural before the the center was developed we had rode probably not the actual uh, i think some of the trail center trails were uh based on possibly what natural trails were there before mm-hmm. and uh, we never rode those natural trails um the development was obviously taking place then and we started off actually on the the left hand side of the road that we call it yeah and is that the mountain and all those that no on the left hand side of the road so if you're coming out from oma you can turn right to go into the park or you can turn left to oh okay it's it's now actually a horse trekking network that the council developed in there but there's still there's still natural trails um here and there around the land so we sort of picked up on those and um yeah really really enjoyed the naturals just sort of made you appreciate the full suspension so much more as well yeah yeah for sure for sure like and then when the trail center was built then you you obviously rode those it was kind of your locals you were saying there um like what what was your initial thoughts of the trails there did you enjoy them did it help your your riding to be honest yeah i thought i thought i'd never been to anywhere else apart from dava whenever Mm -hmm. the trail center opened in gorton and I absolutely loved them, yeah. It was just something different. And I think everybody sort of wants that wee bit of variety as well. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought they were really good. I know it probably took them quite a while to bed in and whatnot. And they're maybe not up to everyone's standard. But I think it sort of the way the trails have been developed in Gorchen, um, it's made it really applicable to, you know, all ages and abilities. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, and I'm sure you see that with, um, with the camp base adventures, uplifts and stuff there. Um, but like fitness wise, you'll certainly get fit if you're riding Gorchen quite a lot. Um, Definitely. there is there is pedally sections, you know, there as well. And um, yeah, just after you know racing it at the weekend, it's it's a tough old day there, man. Like it will test you. Um, like did you find when you were getting into it and riding Gorchen and stuff, like your fitness was improving and your overall health was improving, and it was helping you that way. Yeah, definitely. The the fitness was probably one of the first things to that I noticed improving. Um, and as you say, in Gorton, you don't get really get much of a break. It's pretty pretty hilly. So 
that was it. Just the more you went out, the the more your fitness improved, and really, and I what's the word high trajectory or something mm-hmm. yeah 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 i get you yeah it's funny because like chatting there at the weekend i was saying a couple of guys you know if you were riding here a couple of times a week you'd be a fit boy you know That's what i mean right, yeah. you know it's a, it's a leg burner there but it's it's class at the same time really enjoy it um so that's cool so then like what do you or how did you get into the camp base thing then what how did that all come about for you adam so the camp based adventures, the, the trail centre opened in Gorchen in November um twenty twenty. Right, wow, and what a time to open, eh? Exactly, yeah. So the council then in the following months, I think they put out like a an expression of interest for a tender basically for a trailhead provider mm-hmm. in February twenty one and then so there was just basically a, a group of us friends that ended up being in the Glens at least one day every weekend. And we'd started to venture by this stage to different places like Kulani and The Gap and Ross Trevor and Castle Wellen. And that was just really more of a, a love for mountain biking, really, and trying to get more people into it and um, trying to make sure that our own local place was you know had the service and you know the potential was seen and that the council were going to keep uh investing in it basically mm-hmm. so we yeah. went for the we went for that tender that the council put out and then we finally got word back and i think it was may 21 that we were successful on it right wow wow and they're blind tenders right you just put in a yeah figure. completely blind tenders yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we just had to put in a Basically, we pay a lease to the council for the rights to operate the the bike hire and the uplift service in the park. Yes. And as you say, it was a completely blind figure. So the only thing that we could judge was the number of downloads of the tender documents on the on their website. Right. Wow. And I think there was thirty six tenders or thirty six downloads by probably different IP addresses, but. Um, how many of those were actually us or you know different groups of friends doing that i don't know but right. thankfully or we we got the successful letter anyway and then started in july 21 and i've been there since yeah class like it just guys any kind of experience in that type of thing before like what's your background um my background's actually construction right um so my quantities of air by trade and still do that during the week um but we apart from being um visiting the gap and we actually took a trip to scotland as well over to fort william um one september mm-hmm. but we didn't we no, we didn't really have any experience gareth um in doing that type of thing but we'd sort of seen how well our places were were able to do it and just thought that this would be the perfect addition to the glens as such mm-hmm. and then when we we do have sort of tired days we can hopefully jump in the bus and <laughs> use the uplift <laughs> service yeah for sure man for sure uh, like it's it must be done and putting something in like that where you know you've no real experience like how did you go about cost and stuff and things like that like I, i'm sure it was you know you, 
I know when you're doing stuff like this, it's either, is that going to be way too low or is that just a ridiculously <laughs> high figure? You know, like, were you thinking that kind of thing? Yeah, it was. It sort of it went through my mind quite a lot and I probably still have spreadsheets of different models and stuff and how I can go on my computer somewhere. But it was it was kind of just a, a stab in the dark, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we sort of, the, the park did have some numbers on visitors to the park or the council had these numbers. Um, so we basically just looked at that and gave it our best guess and say we were able to say you know well hopefully we'll get x number of bikes hired each weekend in the may and summer months and then the 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 winter will probably be more slim but um we just sort of tallied it up and came up with a figure that we were happy with and um put it in there grand man that's cool hey that's cool and it's good that somebody you know guys like yourself like local guys there relatively local got it as well like an I hope the council looked at that and thought, well, these guys are local. They know the area, you know, they're going to look after it, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that actually, you know, factored into you guys getting the go-ahead with it. Yeah, well, the, the council, they did have quite a, what's the word, quite a quality submission, so to speak, with it as well. Mm-hmm. So from from the very start, even putting in the tender, the the lease figure was one thing but we had to give them a lot of information based on you know how we intend to manage bike hire and health and safety around different things and um, risk assessments and stuff like that you know how to be sent to them as well so um, hopefully they did take that into consideration and um, as you say I think it's better having someone local that has a is basically a shareholder in the area so to speak mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Like when you were looking at your initial plans and your ideas for Camp Base Adventures, are they any different from what they are now, or have you kind of have you have you done what you were kind of planning to do from the start? Um, we're still sort of working on building it a bit further. We had expected to have um, a, basically a, a permanent base installed by now. Mm-hmm. So if you've been to the Glens, you'll see at the minute we have a sign up basically with like a 3D image of what we hope to have there. Yeah, I noticed that. It looks cool, man. So that's actually hopefully hitting the ground and hopefully we'll have that installed before the summer. But just with different stakeholders from the from the Forest Parks perspective, the the council have to have their say and then actually had to end up putting it in for full planning permission which was unexpected and hopefully we're now waiting on the forestry service actually own the forest park and the council have it leased off them so um, we're waiting to get their written confirmation now and then hopefully we'll get um, our basically like a, a small shop and hopefully some changing areas and stuff and a bit of a bike maintenance area and stuff yeah cool yeah that's always the issue isn't it it's the red tape thing it's it has yeah. to go through <laughs> so many guys and i'm sure that's opened your eyes quite quickly <laughs> definitely yeah definitely and it's not the i mean the fellow that we deal with from the council is wants to see everything happening and you know rarely says no i don't think that's a good idea or anything but it's just making sure that all the paperwork's in order basically before anything happens is 
is the case. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Oh, uh, it's understandable, you know, but it's you just hear so many nightmare stories of these things been held up for years and years and years, you know. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, just guys can kind of keep on plan and get that get that up before the summer. Yeah. That'd be that'd be awesome. There, that'd be awesome. No, we will we will get there. Just it's a matter of uh, when, not if, I suppose. Yeah, cool, cool. So you're running this kind of uh, as a side hustle uh, from your normal business. Has it been more difficult than you think? Has it taken more of your time than you think? Are you quite happy with the way it's been going so far? Um, yeah, relatively happy with how it's been going so far. It just, it does take a lot of effort and a lot of time. Um, and obviously I still work full time, mm-hmm. as you said there. And it's it's just constant, you know, and the, the wonder, to be honest, was kind of slow and long. Um, but that was to be expected, I suppose, with her first season. But um, it's just trying to keep the motivation going to... Uh, keep it moving, keep the wheels turning. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, how many of you guys are involved in it now? Um, so there's myself and my wife, and then there's Bryce and James are the two our bus drivers that we use at the minute, and then we've recently <coughs> taken on a young local fella that just assists on the weekends. Yeah, perfect, man, perfect. I It's tough, like, it's tough when you work you know, nine to five, five days a week, and then you're doing this a couple of days at the weekend and an evening or whatever. Um, it can be tough on you, so you do need that help there. Um, and I'm sure as you grow and all, it'll, it'll get it'll get a bit easier and, you know, you can kind of delegate some stuff to other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Cool, man, cool. Um, so let's chat a wee bit about it. So the uplift service is mainly, I suppose that's your your cash cow there. That's what you you mainly do. Um, just tell us a wee bit about it, Adam, and how it works, if you don't mind. Yeah, no worries. So the uplift service, um, we've basically we've got two sixteen seater mini buses, and I have to give a shout out to the guys at the Gap because we actually spoke to them regarding the design of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they are on series five, possibly, or mark mark five of their trailers, and they've taken a lot of the development work out of it for us, basically. Um, so anybody that's used the uplift will see, you know, the bikes hang on really easily. Um, it's basically a f- near enough fail fail proof system. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got those we got those trailers welded up and manufactured and now anyone can basically book it's available for booking online or a website and you can book it for a half day session or a full day session um and now coming into the the longer lighter evenings um you can book an evening session as well or do a, a, a full day evening session if that makes sense so we run from half nine to five at the minute and hopefully now in the next couple of weeks with the when the light stretches to nine o'clock we'll be running from nine to nine every weekend wow okay so yeah to the five that's a saturday and sunday the weekend you're talking about there yeah at the weekends yeah right okay and you also do it as a wednesday evening or is it friday wednesday evening as well yeah so i'm out this evening i think there's six or seven booked on at the minute Right, grand. That's grand. And what's that from five until? That's from five to 
Well, basically, we'll be there at nine o'clock, but just basically depends on when the last run, how late it is, and when the when the guys get the last run. And it might be half eight, it might be nine o'clock, just depending on the stretch. But grand, grand. And how many people can you take? Can you take up to sixteen people in one in one uplift? Yeah, so we got the, wow. the trailers were manufactured to hold sixteen bikes, mm. and thankfully they hold. Haven't had any bike that doesn't really fit on yet. Um, I've had a grips of away on day trips as well with road bikes, and works perfectly. So yeah, we've got wow. two of these bespoke bike trailers now and two mini buses. So we've got a capacity of thirty-two for the weekends and the right. That's cool, man. That's cool. And like, how did the uplifts work? So you you obviously take the guys up, drop them off, and then if they got a certain amount of time to get back down, is it all kind of well everything in the in uh, Gorchin's quite cool because it filters back to the car park. So you just wait in there for half an hour, or how does that kind of work? Yeah, everything as you say filters back to the car park, so it works pretty well that way. Um, we basically just try and keep it rolling, Gareth. Um, mm-hmm. The loops take about, or when I say the loop, the up and down of the bus takes about 20 to 25 minutes, including offloading. Mm-hmm. So we usually, if you book a half-day session, the average number of runs that anyone will get in is eight. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, You'll be wrecked after that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, we, we try and keep it rolling, basically, and... Depending on the grips that we get, some grips are obviously slower riders and some people are coming to the bottom straight away. So we, we just try to be as uh, sort of relaxed about it as possible and make sure that everybody gets as many runs in as they can or, you know, facilitate for them. Yeah, yeah. So you have two buses kind of going at the one time, do you? Yeah, we've, so we have two buses going at the one time, yeah, and we just right. kind of keep them rolling. Um, they basically never stop just as soon as we get down we try and load on whoever's there and we will have a few uh, minutes basically where we'll wait to see if our grip's coming down or we'll we'll, the drivers always try and talk to whoever's on the bus as well and sort of keep them up to date and you know if we know one grip's going to go to the the mountain trail for example we know it takes uh, about double the amount of time compared to the roller coaster and stuff for them to come down so sometimes we can if we leave ones to the mountain trail for example um we know they're not going to be back for 15 20 minutes so we can probably shuffle up whatever ones come down off the roller coaster in between times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know uh, in gorgeous there where you go up if you're going to the mountain and you go the back way and it takes you up above the entrance to the mountain and you basically go down that fire road it's quite it's quite yeah. steep. It's probably I don't know half a mile down that or something. Um, you see that area there. Is there natural trails up there? Not that I know of. Are you uh, allowed to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, not not that I know of from from the mountainside. Um, certainly, if you're talking about there, if you climb from the car park and go up along the the main road, is that right? I uh, well, you climb. No, you climb from the car park as if you were going to, you know, Kalins or something like that. Yeah. And you go straight on up. Instead of, you know, when you get to the, the gate where you can go, there's, you the can go left or you can go right. Yeah. 
you go straight on up that fire road and then you go left yeah and it takes you to a, an area up there um and then if you were to go left again you would go down and you would meet the yeah end, down to the, the mountain down to the mountain I, i'm just thinking up there at the very top is there any natural trails from there down to the mountain again as such you know to the entrance of the mountain yeah so there are a couple what we call um we also do on request we can uplift you to the radio mast at the very top of the mountain oh and from there there is what we call the ridge line run um so basically it actually heads off from the radio mast goes across to across the ridge line of the mountain to the next peak heading to the right if you're looking up and then it brings you down um basically it brings you down to firewood which brings you out to opposite the top of Keelan's Chase. Oh, right. Oh, okay, okay. I think I know where you're at, yeah. Yeah, so I know Gary Donaldson has a great video of when the, the club did a Le Mans-style race up there last summer. <laughs> and I imagine they'll do it again, but it was absolute carnage. <laughs> but it was such good crack. Like The the only thing about them is that they t- it takes so much good weather for them to dry out because of the the sort of natural area just I yes, suppose yes. Um, but no that's a really a really good big run that's about 20 minutes in total wow wow so Don uh, Joe's the boy he's the Don boy to hit up for so from, from his video on Instagram it looks really good and really smooth but trust me behind him there was absolute <laughs> carnage there was about 30 30 riders trying to get through pedestrian sized like gates in the field and stuff and it was just it was mental. There was people coming off left, right, and center. I am sure, man. I am sure. Donzo looks makes everyone look flat. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, like on that point, I, I know you also do like private uplifts as well. Is that something you can organise? Yeah. So basically, for we, I know we were talking there about the sort of opening hours being Wednesday evening and the weekends, but if there is a group of five or six, basically. Um, we would come out any day during the week. Um, we just try and keep it covered so that we can cover the fuel, cover the insurance cost, and make it worth our while, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. Though we do do private uplifts as well. Um, recently, I've just taken a, a grip from the Derg Valley Cycle Hub. Right. And I left them. So we headed off from Castle Derg one morning. Um, did a couple of different pickups in Newton Stewart and Oma, and then I dropped them off at the Newry Canal towpath. Right, wow. So we dropped them off and put it down. They were then able to cycle along the towpath and stop for a bite to eat, and then I picked them up in Newry again at the end of the, the canal. Yeah, wow. And you're, so that's using your trailer and all that's it's road legal that's, and everything? Yeah, it's all road legal and everything, and I suppose there's a lot of people that come to me and say, you know, why don't you run these buses on red diesel or green diesel or anything in the park? But um, I suppose just to keep them more flexible and make it um, possible to do those types of things, mm-hmm. um, they're all fully road legal, as are the thrillers, and we can sort of do private uplifts for anyone, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, if somebody was interested in that, is it just a matter of emailing you, going to the website? How do they best do that? 
Yeah, so my number's on the website and the email address is also on the website and it's just a matter of dropping us a line basically and we'll try and get something that suits for you. Try and get some sort of, that's that's pretty awesome service there for sure, man, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, let's chat about a few other wee things you do there as well. You've also got the bike hire. Um, also, do you get much of that? Is that popular for you? Um. I suppose there there wasn't too much during the winter months, but coming into the summer again now, we do get quite a lot of um, mostly like couples and whatnot out for a Sunday afternoon or maybe a family out for for a, an evening, um, or maybe just a group of friends that would take a notion that we'll we'll give mountain biking a try. And what we do then is we offer like a try it session, mm-hmm. so you get the a hardtail bike, any protection gear that you want, helmet and gloves and knee pads and elbow pads, whatever. And then that within this within the price for the triad session, you get four uplifts. So you get a mm-hmm. chance to do each trail on Gorchin once or you know the two blues twice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember at the minute, but we have we've had serious numbers through uh, using that triad session basically. Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And we also have, so we've got quite a good fleet of hardtails. Um, we've got a few full suspension bikes, and then we've recently bought, or I suppose just last winter, we bought, we've now got nine e bikes. Wow. That's a big outlay. <laughs> big outlay is right. <laughs> but the uptake's been pretty good on those so far. Um, and then as part of that, we are also, we ran a, a basically a block of guided e-bike tours there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That's cool. Yeah, so there's actually, there'll be another block of those going out now, hopefully soon enough. But it's it's quite good. It suits the e-bikes quite well, and it sort of brings in like the history of the park, the history of the surrounding area how the trails came to be there and then basically it, it finishes in the cafe with a with a really good coffee and something sweet yeah cool man yeah i was going to say that that would be quite cool because that area is so beautiful there and the views are class you know it, it would be really nice to do something like that and that's already been quite popular for you so that's happy days yeah no it's been been good so far yeah yeah like have you found over covid and all that you know more more people are apt to do stuff like this I, I know you have no kind of experience from before that per se to kind of measure it against but you know are people coming and trying something new for the first time doing something different is that are, are you seeing a lot of that happening yeah i think we have had uh, a lot of beginners um sort of first timers come to use that that triad session mm. and anyone that's been been on it or used the service has been really pleased and um usually the next thing is they, they start asking about do you sell any bikes <laughs> yeah um so i was just thinking we the youngest person we've had use that is a four-year-old wow so we have hardtail bikes right from 20 inch up to um extra large frames basically Mm -hmm. and the oldest person we've had was 73 oh man that's amazing class 
Yeah, so it really, that sort of filters back into what I was saying about the Glens being, you know, really applicable to all ages and abilities. Um, now, the 73-year-old that was out, if anyone finds a hearing aid on the Cairns <laughs> Chase Trail, if you could hand it in, we, he, um, um, he would be delighted to get that back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, man. It's... Uh... It's not something you'd expect to see. On not really, a bit of a needle in a haystack. <laughs> Maybe a set of goggles lying or something, you know, <laughs> or a, 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 a bum bag or something, who knows. But yeah. yeah, wow, classic. That's cool. And like for those kind of things you get, and is it mostly families that are coming to that? Um, Quite a lot of families, quite a lot of couples, and just groups of friends as well would be another area that, sort of uses it a lot yeah yeah you don't get a lot of stag do's and stuff like that do you not a lot of stag do's no not not so far anyway i i was down yeah. um where was i at blessing born i was at blessing born one day and uh there was a stag do come in and i thought because <clears throat> the weather wasn't great either i thought wow this is going to be there's going to be carnage in the trails today <laughs> Yeah, because I'm sure a couple of the boys were half cut already. I would say we've had the next best thing. We've had a couple of ten-year-old uh, and twelve-year-old birthday parties. Right. Wow. Yeah, that'll be carnage too in a different way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've used it. Um, uh, so yeah, we've we've had groups of we've had a couple of birthday parties with groups of eight and ten, and then we've had a couple of different summer schemes over. St. Patrick's there that used the used the triad session as well. So I think with a group of fifteen, a group of fourteen out. Wow, excellent, man, excellent. And I suppose if you get your static uh, trailer there or building there, whatever whatever way you're going to do it, you know you can have all the higher stuff there. Are you just going to keep stuff in there? Is it safe to do that? Or um, so it really it's going to come down to the insurance, basically depending on what they say. Yeah. Um, or depending on what the the increase of the premium would be to keep it all there but i mean yeah. at the minute for for all the e-bikes and everything that we we can take the batteries out of them and take them home and yeah i'm not really too sure it's one of those things that i would be a bit nervous about just uh, it is quite a secluded area at night time as well and someone could be in there working away for long enough before any any anything uh, would be copped on to but true but I think it would still work. You know, you would have the higher bikes sitting outside. You have the facilities there. It's going to encourage people to give it a go. Just, you know, kind of like a, you know, like a walk-in almost. Just saying, well, you know, we're here for a few more hours. We might give this a try. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll get quite a few of those as well. Yeah, cool, man. Not That's not nice. so much in the when the weather's bad, but certainly it's really starting to pick up again now with the better weekends. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, I know that... Um, we chatted about Gary there a wee bit earlier. I know Gary Donaldson was doing some coaching stuff there, kind of in conjunction with you. Is he still doing that? Yeah, so he hasn't released any more dates yet. I know he's sort of working on a busy race calendar for this year. Mm -hmm. um, but he will be hopefully putting out another block of dates. We had quite a few inquiries for a, a juvenile uh, coaching day. So I would say that'll be something that he'll do. But the, as you say, the coaching sessions that he did do um, for intermediate level and he did a couple of woman specific days, they went really well and sold out really quickly. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I'm sure he's a, he's a fabulous coach too. Like, Yeah, well, he's, he's Gary's someone that you can talk to straight away and just ask anything to you. And he's got no problem sort of taking the time to explain things to you and working it over. So, no, it seemed Perfect. to work really well. Yeah, perfect. All right. So if somebody's interested in that, just keep an eye on your website or an R, an eye on Gary's socials or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now I wanted to chat to you just before I let you go there. You you've got a thing on your site called Bike Shop and MTB Membership Area. Can you tell us about that MTB Membership Area? I'm interested in that. Yeah. So what we plan to do, we'd hope that this has been going already, but basically once we get our static base in there. Um, we hope to have a decent stock of things for, you know, accessories and clothing and whatnot in the shop. And then mm-hmm. what we hope to do is open like a membership area. We get quite a lot of people coming, and, you know, if something breaks in their bike. Um, they don't really know how to fix it. They'll come over, they'll speak to us. We'll, we'll try and help them out if we can. But basically, for a small fee every month, um, you can pay and become get access to the, the MTB membership area. Um, we hope to have it fully kitted out with you know all park tools or whatever tools everybody needs, lubes, washing gear, mm-hmm. all the rest. And just, well, at least I always found, and a few others that I've been talking to always found, that whenever you go to the Glens, I've a I'm I'm a terrible maintainer of my own bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I usually, you know, maybe give it a quick rinse off, throw it in the van. But I think if the facility was there for people to, you know, come in, sit down, get their bike up, get it washed, get the chain relubed, get everything sitting pretty, basically ready for the next time they want to go out riding. Mm-hmm. No, certainly. And is that some would somebody be there to do that for you or? Yeah, so we would hope to have somebody there full time at the weekends to to do that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. No, that's a great idea. Like I know, you know, it's interesting when you say that because it's just jogged my memory. I know when I've been away snowboarding, there's a number of resorts that at certain areas there's kind of like tools and stuff there. Yeah, you know, so if you have a binding issue or or whatever. It's just wee small things, but there's kind of tools there. You can't steal them or anything. They're at a workstation. But if you have an issue like that or you need to speak, there's somebody in one of the huts there, you need, a, you know, some extra screws for your bindings or a strap or whatever it may be, you can, you can get them there. That's actually something similar that you're thinking of doing, which is very good, actually. Yeah, similar sort of thing, Gareth, yeah. Um, I suppose until we get it on the ground and really, I suppose, work out the intricacies of it. Yeah will not know exactly how it'll function or what the uptake will be with it, but that's what the thought process is behind it anyway. Yeah, happy days, man. No, that's good. Well, you can go there with, you know, peace of mind that if anything happens, if your chain snaps or something like that, you can you can hopefully have somebody there that can give you a hand and help you out. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Oh, uh, is there anything else then in the future you've planned, Adam, anything you want to touch base with us on or...? Just the any secrets you can let us in on. Um, I suppose just about the the overall area of Garchin Glen. Um, the trails that are there at the minute are only phase one of four. Yes, I so knew it. 
but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> the, the council have, uh, I think it's a 10 year master plan for the site or for the area. Um, and the, the trails that are there at the minute were only phase one of four, four potential trails. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it always comes down to the, the funding availabilities and what's out there basically, but um, we're hoping that there will be another development and in the next while basically for mountain biking trails um the council are sort of continuously investing in the park and i was mentioning earlier that they've put in i think it's eight kilometers of horse trekking trails on the far side of the road wow and i know they've been doing a lot of work for walking paths or lincoln walking paths on the on the what we call the Glengowna side of the the mountain, so from where Keelan's Chase takes off from, if you're looking down at Keelan's Chase, out to the left hand side is called Glengowna, mm-hmm. and the Forest Park, it's basically the same area again as where we operate at the minute, but you know set out there. So there's a lot of potential, and hopefully the if everybody can sort of bang their heads together enough, we'll we'll secure the next part of funding and get some more trails built. Yeah, wow, that's that is cool, man. That is cool. So good to get in now when you are. If this gets better, well, <laughs> well hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Aye, that's yeah. interesting. Like you know, just thinking of that, like you know, you're involved in the industry. You you hear stuff like how healthy do you think mountain biking is in Northern Ireland at the minute? I think it's growing, definitely growing. Um, more and more people that you'll be talking to have said, oh, yeah, I've got a friend that, that tried that or does that or whatever and have tried it. But and a lot of people are willing to, to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we could get the, the powers to be um, from Northern Ireland to see the potential and what's in Scotland and what's in Wales and, and even down south and some of the, and the gap, for instance, um, it really can take off even more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, you know what I like about it is the trail networks are all different. You know, so there's just a really nice variety. You know, the Glens and Gorchins different from Dava. Dava is different from Castle Wellen. It's different yeah. from Ross Trevor. It's, you know, it, they're all different. Um, and I think that's cool, man. Because you just want something different away from your local or wherever you can. It's easily accessed. I think we're that's I think cool. we're punching well above our weight, to be honest. No, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's, it's as you as you say, like everybody likes to get the variety as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, um, how's how's that best done? Socials or website, or do you want to just tell us what where they can best get in contact and find out a little bit more? Yeah, so if you search for Camp Base Adventures on Facebook or Instagram, um, our, our website is www.campbaseadventures.com and our email address and my phone number and everything's on there. So for any inquiries, just drop us a line or give us a shout and we'll hopefully get you sorted out. Perfect, mate. That sounds amazing. And here, I think it's great that you guys do the uplifts over winter as well. I think that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We you do know, get some some big days, but it, um, I suppose the weather just puts a lot of people off. But then for the the mountain biking community, I think people rather have something like that in the winter time as well. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome that you're doing that. It's a it's really good because too much 
stuff shuts down over the winter, understandably, you know, because of the numbers yeah. doing it. But I think it's really cool that you guys are doing it. So well done, well done, everything you're getting getting done there, doing a great job. Thank you. More than welcome, buddy. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on and chatting with us. It's been great. I hope I haven't wasted too much of your lunch time there or whatever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's been great to chat to you. And um, I'll definitely see you down there in the near future. We are, me and a few mates are going to do an uplift session quite soon. So I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. So I'll maybe see you then or I'll give you a shout. Maybe we can hook up. Yeah, brilliant. No, hope to see you soon. All right, Adam. Cheers, buddy. Have a good day. Thanks, Gareth. That's a wrap for episode 214. I hope you enjoyed that, folks. And I hope it'll give you a little bit more info on Camp Base Adventures, how it started, where you can go to get your uplift and plans the guys have got for the future. I wish Adam and the guys all the best with their uplift service. And I know it will only get bigger and better. It's such an amazing area down there at Gorchin. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely go and do so. It is really, really awesome down there. If you want to know a little bit more info about Camp Base Adventures, just go to the show notes. You'll find them at mtv-tribe.com. You'll see a little bit more about what we chat at regarding Camp Base Adventures and the future plans. And also, you will get quick links to Camp Base Adventures website, etc. Just easy access for you guys listening to the show. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to show your support, the best way is by subscribing, rating and reviewing us on whatever podcast platform you download your shows on. All your downloads, all your likes, all your support really helps the podcast get seen on the old algorithms and helps the show get out to more people. We also have a website you can check out, mtb-tribe.com, where you can find the complete bike catalogue, listen and download every show from there for free. You can also subscribe there and get one email per week with a quick and easy link to listen to the podcast. You can also get involved on social media at MTB Tribe on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with me direct, the best way is email info at mtb-tribe.com. I do read all emails and I will get back to you. Now, a big thank you to Mountain Bike NI and On Your Bike Campaign. The guys have supported this podcast and it is great to be able to do this for them. We have a couple more in the pipeline, so there's a couple more will be showing up soon on your podcast platform players. So just check them out and be ready to listen to some more local stuff from your local area or your local scene. That's it for now, guys. That's all I have for this week. So until next time, as always, get the bikes out, hit the trails, and stay MTV stoked. <laughs>